Hello. Welcome back, everybody. It has been a minute. Everything has happened. Like, there's been a lot of things that have been going on. Um, and, you know, being pregnant, almost 35 weeks pregnant, has not, with everything that's been going on, has not really helped that matter of fact. Um, but today, I kind of want to steer off from the firefighting uh, because I feel this is really important to talk about, especially to the mothers, mother to mother. Now, of course, dads, you are so welcome to listen in, especially for those of you who are single and are, um, you know, feeling the mother role or, you know, you're stay at home while mommy works. And so anyway, but as women, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, because since we're very emotional creatures and we show things by emotion, it's going to be more kind of a more of a feminine talk than anything. But again, uh, the men are so welcome to listen in. Uh, but first I want to say, for those of you who are new and listening, uh, my name is Jessica Trout and I decided to become a uh, inspirational life coach podcaster because um, I learned a lot of things from my life coach and I wanted to pass it on to you as well as, you know, being able to help people while she helped me. Okay. All right. So I am going to just kind of word vomit. And for those of you who do not know what that means, it just kind of means I might ramble a little bit until I actually find the words to say what I need to say, as well as talk it out. Um, there might be some ranting because, you know, being a woman, uh, sometimes it just has to come out all together. Okay. Um, and of course I am pregnant with my second child. I know how it is to also have a first child while trying to carry all this hormones and emotional distress, as well as the baby that's inside of me. Um, my son, he is three years old. Okay. Um, we are now at the terrible three stage and, um, you know, we have our good days and we have our bad days. Now, it has kind of been a complete mess lately um, with my emotions. And I know it doesn't help my son's emotions because you see his mom is in distress. And so he doesn't know how to correlate his emotions by matching mine unless he's matching mine. And he can't really say a whole lot about his emotions because his speech is kind of behind. It's And... Uh, you know, he's he's kind of not where he's supposed to be at preschool stage, but that's okay. He's getting uh, speech therapy, and it's been actually helping really well. He's been saying more words, but the thing is he has problems depicting his emotions and being able to tell us what's wrong or I'm sad, I'm hurt, I don't feel good, um, I'm happy, I'm excited. He just doesn't really use those words. He, he will, however, just say the word hurt and just touch his head, but... That's not necessarily always the key. So we're like, okay, so it's kind of one of those things where we try to figure it out then. And then we get a little frustrated because we're trying to figure it out. We're trying to help him. But anyway, that's just the side rant right there. Um, well, okay, so let me take a deep breath here, which is always good. Always take a deep breath. I love everything about my family life. I love that I'm a mom. I'm a stay-at-home mom. 
And I tell you that because I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. Um, there's lots of people out there who would make it would make it seem like I am, but I'm not. Um, it is hard to be a stay-at-home mom. And it's come to an understanding with me that it is, especially when you are pregnant and this and you have a toddler who, you know, is learning how to deal with emotion and, um, you know, being wanting to go out and be active and you're trying your best to, you know, not only take care of yourself, but take care of your first child. And let me tell you something. It was harder than I thought. I thought it was actually going to be easy peasy because of the fact that, oh, I'm going to be, you know, my body is going to be busy growing another child. I'll be able to physically take care of my other one, which I do. I can. But I notice that there's certain things when it comes to all my hormones and my rest and my needs. I start getting very frustrated and flustered because my husband works a full day. He works from 7 to 5, and uh, it's hard than just being that one stay-at-home parent. Now, a lot of you are probably like, well, why don't you just ask for help? Don't you have family members nearby? Technically, our grand the grandparents are not that far from us, okay? But for some reason, the grandparents have decided to not always wanting to visit. Uh, it makes me sad because um, it's... We have always visited them, and especially on holidays, we have, you know, driven to their house. We have always went to see them. There's only been a few occasions where they come over. Now, I will say my mom, my mom is a little bit more active when it comes to my son. Um, but when it comes to being at my house, she just doesn't want to stay long, even though she lives in town. And so that's where it just kind of gets me, but... I have my in-laws, um, for some reason, who will complain about not seeing their grandson, and yet they don't make the effort to get on their phones and call me and ask me what I'm doing, what I'm up to, um, and checking on me, especially considering I'm pregnant, and they probably should be checking up and saying, hey, how are you? Do you need any help? Um, it's actually been dead silent uh, from my husband's side of the family. Um, now, I'm not trying to say that they're terrible people, um, but I'm just saying that it's, it's, it's just one of those things where it hurts my feelings because instead of asking me how everyone's doing when you see us, don't you want to try your best to see us uh, at least, I wouldn't say frequently, but, you know, a good amount before, you know, and spend time with your oldest grandson before the other one gets here because, you know, everyone's attention is going to be on his brother. And so that's also where I'm scared because everyone's going to be wanting to be around the new baby. And I'm afraid my first son's going to be like, you know, confused and get his feelings hurt because, you know, he's going to be like, well, you know, no one ever comes to visit me like that. Why are they doing that with my brother? So, it's, it's kind of like a very confusing time for me as well. Because I get it. Babies, especially newborns, are very exciting. But my friend and I were six weeks apart. And she had her son not long ago. And But you don't see me as a best friend going over there and bombarding her. And then blah, blah, blah. 
But yeah, I'm her friend. I mean, so it's whatever. I, I am kind of keeping my distance because of the fact I don't want her to get overwhelmed and I know she needs to rest. So, and I'm letting her just kind of have time with the baby. Anyway, that was a squirrel moment. When I'm talking, okay, so I know how hard it is to have a three-year-old, especially when you're pregnant, but let's talk about the fact that thanks to the pandemic, a lot of um, three-year-olds my son's age that had to endure not being outside very much and exploring new things, I think really taken a toll on his process of growing, okay? And a lot of people would agree with this because you couldn't even go to parks, okay? They would literally, like, um, Cajun parks and put a sign up saying you couldn't play on the equipment. Um, you know, so, I mean, I think it really, I don't want to say stunted. I, to me, that's the only word I can think of. I think it kind of stunted him from growing and discovering and lights and sounds and noises and being able to do things with his hands you know all the five senses that you can think of for him because the way he can act is sometimes almost unbearable I'm not gonna lie to you okay and I'm not only saying that because I'm pregnant I'm also saying that before I knew I was pregnant again it was almost unbearable with his whole composure especially out in public um there were times where i had to fire him and carry him out while he was kicking and screaming in my arms uh having a bad meltdown um and sometimes it was out for no reason uh not because i said no to something but it would be because he didn't understand what was going on around him when it came to going to the grocery store and, you know, he had to start learning to stay with mama, what stranger danger was, and pretty much all that. So it was even before I was pregnant, he was starting to kind of conjure up these emotions and difficulties. <clears throat> and like I said, I blame the pandemic completely. I really do. Um, and so for some reason... Mostly Tuesdays when my husband is gone just down the street to his little fire meetings and I'm at home, my, for some reason, it's almost like he knows. He knows it's Tuesday. He knows that, oh my gosh, dad's going to be gone most of the evening. Mom also has a meeting at 8 o'clock. I'm going to be a little tyrant today. Um, it all started actually this morning where he... Not only had a big blow blowout in his pull-up, and it was actually up out the sides, and it dried, but he, you know, was not listening very well. Um, you know, he was trying to hide the fact that he was about to go pee on the floor right by his potty, which is in the living room, so he can get to a toilet right away because uh, this is how we're potty training there are times where we just leave his pants off completely and he and he knows the feeling and he runs to his toilet most days he does really good but for some reason being tuesday this specific day every tuesday it's almost like his attitude just turns around and he just does everything he can to to um pull the strings or 
you know, overwhelm the parents. Um, being that I am home all day until my husband gets home for almost not even two hours until he goes to his meeting, you know, I am stuck with trying to figure out how I can deflect everything that he's trying to throw at me and being able to distract him. Um, and it's actually really hard and it's getting harder because I'm getting to the point where I can't stand for a, a long time or I can't sit for a long time. It depends on my day. Um, I'm starting to feel a lot of pressure down my pelvic area and you know, I haven't really had a full on nap since he quit taking naps. And I can tell you exactly when he started dropping those. It was around two and a half years old. It was before he turned three. And that's when, you know, I couldn't even take my naps anymore. Um, so it's been a, an emotional roller coaster ride. So when I can't nap, I, you know, I'm very tired at the end of the day. I'm, I am ready for my husband to come home and take over. I, I am kind of losing ideas to distract him from anything that's giving him, you know, any attitude that needs to turn positive, you know, that I want to turn positive, but, or I mean, that turns, that's negative and I want, I'm trying hard to turn positive. It is, it's hard. And so, I know it's it's so it feels so lonely it really does it feels so lonely it's so unreal how lonely it feels and especially when you feel like you can't get the help that you need um because no one wants to seem to come and and see if you need any help um now a lot of you are going to be like well how about you start learning to ask for help here's the deal i don't know how many times i've actually have tried to ask for help and it just kind of turns into um they don't even want it to be around my son very long uh because of the behavior he shows when it comes to um being adventurous and what I mean by that is when the pandemics pretty much started coming to the edge at the end well I wouldn't say the end but I'm talking about when the mask mandates were lifted and everything was becoming open again and stuff um like, for example, my mom will get irritated um, if, like, there was this one time we took him out shopping and I had his child leash on and he wanted to run around. And also, be, you know, he was excited to be at the store with us and, you know, and my mom was getting irritated because my son kept falling on the ground on purpose, on purpose, smiling up at us and laying there because he thought it was a game. And he was trying to, you know, get under our skin. And so, and then there was this other time, which was actually recently, saying that I shouldn't bring him up to her grooming shop because my husband, she's like, your husband just needs to work on this for me. It'd probably be better for your husband if, you know, your son wasn't around following him. And so that just kind of shows me a little bit that's like, really? It makes me feel like they don't want to be around my son. So I'm just sitting there thinking, okay, you know what? I deal with him all freaking day and you're telling me not to bring him. And my husband gets to go up and take a fucking another breather when he had a fucking breather all day at work. 
I mean, this is where I do get a little irritated. I'm sorry, but this is where I'm going to start ranting and I'm going to get sound upset. So stay with me, okay? Um, do you ever feel that it's really unfair when, when the dad is at work and he, he makes friends at work, which is great. You don't want him to be a loner at work. You don't want him not to make friends at work and be alone, be alone. You know, you want him to have buddies to talk to, right? I want my husband to have buddies to talk to. I really do because, you know, that way he's not just going there to work and, you know, feeling like he can't, you know, become close to anyone, whatever. I don't know what words you'd say, but at the same time, technically, when dads are going to work, they're getting away from the household. Yeah, they may be working hard and it's, and it's hot outside or, you know, they're sitting at a desk all day. Who fucking knows? I don't know. But it's like, really? You get to be out of the house all day. And, um, you know, but then you come home and they're the ones who are either complaining or the other family members are like, oh, your poor husband, he just needs to be alone while he does this and that. It's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, I'm pregnant with the second child in, in me. And I'm dealing with a toddler whose emotions are just all over the place. And you're telling me my husband needs a break? I'm sorry, but that shit drives me up the wall. You know what else drives me up the fucking wall? When people give more credit to the dads than they do the mothers. And it pisses me off. His parents usually do this. But they, they kind of they quit doing it because they realize it was starting to piss me off. And... I told, I told my husband, I was like, that pisses me off how you, they're giving you the fucking credit when I'm the one working my ass off to make sure our child doesn't die, pretty much. Our child stays alive every fucking day. And, you know, I mean, my husband's a good father. I want him to be recognized. But the thing is, people go so over the fucking top about it with the fathers. It's like, do you really think... Like, why Why are we doing all the work, but the father's getting all the credit for our work? I don't fucking get it. Like, seriously? Like, we are laid with the responsibility most of the time, but none of the credit, it seems like. I mean, great that they're a good father. I want my son, I want my sons to have a good father, but... You know, especially when you get people who are giving the dad most of the credit and saying, oh, his dad did that when he was little. His dad did that. And, you know, he's going to be like his dad. It's like, you don't fucking know that. Are you fucking on something? It's almost like us mothers are just then invisible. Because it's like one of our sons were more like us. Okay. I'm a writer. Before that, I was a CNA. Okay? One of my son wanted to grow up and be a doctor. Instead of a mechanic, or a welder, or blah, 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 or a fireman. I mean, because my husband's a firefighter. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I keep getting potential spam on my phone, so if you heard it, I apologize. They won't quit calling me, but... 
okay, sorry about that. Anyway, what if he didn't want to become a firefighter? Would you be disappointed? And that's where I ask myself all these questions. You know, it's like, you know, you want the best. All the whole, all family members want the best for their grandkids, nephews, nieces, blah, 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 cousins. But it's like, when you talk constantly like that, especially in front of the person who does everything, most of everything, and is feeling the pressure and the emotions, the stay-at-home mom who is trying so hard to keep herself together because, you know, she's pregnant or you don't have to be pregnant. You can just still try to keep it together. Like, how are you not thinking about her feelings? Okay? And this is where it got really hard with my emotions. When it when all these things were going down lately. And then I think my toddler was picking up on those. Because he kind of started acting out a little bit when it came to, you know, what was happening. He know he piggybacked off of me. I tried really hard to take him to the park. Um, it was hard, you know. It's really hard enough to do that. I tried really hard to have all this quiet time. We call it quiet time to do with each other when we just sit on the couch and we snuggle and then we watch a Disney movie or something. Okay, but I think based on the pandemic. Everything, how it transpired, he's just a little lost. And that's okay. He just needs to learn. So, he's going to start going to preschool this month. Full day. Not even kidding you. Full day. Which will give me time to catch up on what has what I've missed. Maybe, like, naps. And cleaning the house better than I really am. Um, cause let's face it, when you have a toddler running around your house, you can't exactly keep it squeaky clean. Uh, there's going to be toys, there's going to be messes, pee, poop, even. It's hard. It really is. Especially when you feel like you don't really have that much help except your husband. Who comes home from a long day of work. And you are very, you feel guilt to even ask to have even five minutes to yourself. Okay? I do. I feel guilty that about asking if I can even go to Lincoln or Grand Island. Which, by the way, if you guys didn't know, I live in Nebraska. Um, you know, if I can go to those certain places just to get away. Because they're both an hour away. I always tell my husband, I say, I, I would hate to burden you. And he keeps telling me, it's not a burden. You're with him every day, every hour, every minute, every second. He's the first thing you see when you wake up. And then he's the last thing you see when you go to bed. He says, I know you. And, and, and I, told, I told my husband, I'm going to tell you, I love our son to death. Our, my... I wouldn't change him for the world. I wouldn't even... I would never want to. It's just... It has been hard lately. Because 
I'm trying to understand, being that he is my first, how he works and what his personality is. I really don't know a lot. And that's sad because you think I would know already. All I know is that he's very adventurous. He, when he sees new things, he wants to touch everything. He wants to get to know everything. Hence why we had to get him a child leash for Walmart because he runs away and I'm scared he'll get taken because today all a lot of kids more kids are missing you know there's there's like almost almost every day on Facebook I see that a child's missing or has gone missing or has gotten kidnapped or has died blah 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 I can't take it and I don't want my own child to get that way to you know I don't want to find out if he's been kidnapped raped and killed I don't I would not forgive myself if I couldn't protect him so I the only way I know how is if I make sure he's on a leash a child leash and if he wants to get upset about it great but I know he doesn't understand that I'm doing it for the greater good of of him and, and the fact that, you know, I'm scared a little bit more because I'm having two, you know, now I got to protect two children every day because my husband will go back to work after, I don't know, spending a week or so to help me and then he's going to go back to work. I mean, that's what we did with my first son. He, he got a week off. When our first was born. Because so he could help me. Because it was our first and we didn't know what it was like. So he built up enough PTO to get off for at least a week. Which worked out because then we kind of had a routine, but we knew, you know, what to do. This is how a baby is at night, where the feeding was. So it was nice. But I'm just a little bit frazzled at what's going to happen when the second, when his brother comes around. Because he's a toddler. Toddlers get jealous. But he'll be going to school still even after I have his, his sibling. Which is nice because if I were to give birth during the summer, I would have to deal with a jealous rage until then so really honestly I'm kind of glad it's happening the way it's happening and I think the universe is aligning that way on purpose so I don't have to endure so much stress and have to feel like I have and feel more guilt of splitting my time I do think about it a lot about how my time with my first is going to be no more and I don't want him to feel like he's not loved but here's the deal I don't know if all children feel that way and all parents actually go through that but it makes me cry just thinking about because our time together is coming to a close. 
And they say the first ones are usually the ones that you are the closest to, and they are the closest to you. So, I am getting to a place of acceptance, and I know that I think I'm going to be more firm on needing help. I'm going to say, you need to come help me. And if, and you know, especially the grandparents, I'm going to be like, please come help me. And if they say, and if they keep saying no, well, then there's going to have to be a huge talk because I don't want to feel alone anymore. I'm tired of feeling like I can't ask because everyone else's problems or they can't contact me and blah, blah, blah. But like I said, it's not a one-way street. I shouldn't always have to be the one to contact everyone. Everyone, sh uh, other, the other family members should take part in contacting they should. They need to work for. If they really, really love and want to see family, they need to learn that, hey, maybe I need to put in the work and saying, hey, or asking, hey, do you, can I come see you or blah, blah, blah. I mean, come on, guys. We have phones. We have cell phones. It's almost like, especially the grandparents, they almost forget like they have phones and they can text and call. It's so heartbreaking. That's how, that's how upset I get. It's like, are you serious? And not only does my mom work in town, but my in-laws work here in town. And then they go home. They only have a 10 minute drive and then they go home after work. I think what really got me one time, sorry, I'm going to get squirrel here, sidetracked, but this is, okay, but it also pans to, you know, this is why it makes me feel the way it does, okay? So I was being told that my mother-in-law um, up and said to um, her name, uh, she's like a sister-in-law in, in my husband's family. And they, they verbally adopted her, and she's like 20-some years old. Anyway, and she has like three kids. Well, my mother-in-law went, you know, they were talking, and she said, I wish I could see so-and-so see -so more. My son is what she was saying to her. We were talking about a woman who doesn't even try to contact me. Yeah, that's why I feel the way I do about people or my family sometimes because it's like you don't even try but yet you're going to complain you can't see me or my family. Like how does that work? How does that work? Like why is it even working this way? So it just, it really turns me off to the idea of even wanting to go see them because it's like well if you're going to complain that you never see this person even though you have a phone. You can, you have the ability to contact me, but again, I just don't know if she's being lazy about it or what. We've had our differences 
And I think the worst one was when I finally told her how I felt about a certain thing that conjured up into... It was the stupidest thing, too, that she made such a big deal. Okay, and I, want, I, I pretty much told her that in deep, firm wording. It was like an hour and a half that I was spilling my guts and telling her, you know what, blah, 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 blah. She just pretty much made a, a stupid thing into, like a small stupid thing into a big deal. Okay, because her feelings got hurt. And plus she, she kind of plays the victim all the time and it kind of pisses me off. But anyway. <sighs> okay, so my main point really about this whole segment is that you are not alone. You, I just want you to know that the feeling, this too shall pass. And I have to keep telling myself that. Even though I preach gone here, ranted and word bonded. But it's like, you know, I also wanted to just do something that had to do with motherhood. I wanted to provide perspective. I've also wanted to, you know, put out there that I am they're with you. I am fighting there with you. And it sucks. But guess what? We're going to get all get through it. Especially if you have a very supporting spouse. Yes, they may get all the credit. But if they get to the point in their life where they're just like, everyone shut the hell up. My wife's pretty badass. You know, and they support you and they're and they pretty much tell everyone to shut up. Then that is an awesome spouse. Okay. My husband's an awesome father. And he always tells me I'm a good mother. And that's, and that's what, and you know what? My son keeps me going. Because he pats my tummy daily and says, baby, kisses it. And you know what? That makes me feel, you don't realize that little gesture just makes me feel so good about what I'm doing for him and my second child. Yes, we are having a hard day today. No, we have not been outside, but plus it's, it's like really humid and uh, there's like no cool breeze whatsoever and I don't want to die just sitting out there. But anyway, <laughs> I know I'm doing my best and I want you to know you're doing your best. I just think some of these segments just need to come out once in a while because I feel we need to hear it from one another. We do. That's empowerment. That's what you call empowerment. Okay? So yes, let's take a... I took a break just to empower you today. Okay? I wanted to break from the whole fire fire thing because I wanted to tell you that you are not alone in this situation. How can you make it better? Well, there is a list of things. For one, yes, play with your children. As much as you can. Sit with them. Take naps. While they take naps, I guess. Or, you know, co-sleep. Eat with them. Eat a good, an awesome snack or, or uh, bake cookies and then eat it for an awesome snack together. Watch a Disney movie. Hug them. As much as possible. And with the whole family slash grandparents side... I don't have answers except I guess try your best to tell them how it makes you feel. Um, I haven't said anything yet because I don't know what to say. I'm scared to say it because I'm afraid they're going to try to turn it on me. 
and make me feel guilty for even saying anything. So that's why I don't say anything. Especially my mother-in-law who plays the victim. And I think she knows she's doing it half the time. Don't know. Don't care. I'm just tired of it. But I'm also not going to, you know, give other people what they want because they're too lazy to, you know, help themselves. And I know that sounds really blunt and heartless, but it's true. It really is. So this segment was pretty long. But I just, you know, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the listeners. Thank you to the moms who work every day. Staying at home may not look like it, but it is a hard damn job. And we are doing great. So I hope that these encouraging words today has, you know, helped you regain a little energy or you can feel like you could take on the damn world because let me tell you something. Even being pregnant with a, you know, and handling a toddler, like, bam, superhero mode. Awesome. We're awesome. Well, until next time, I hope you guys have a great day and I'll talk to you later.